0: Log Talk Radio. Inside this summer
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Reaching Out Radio International. Here at Reaching Out Radio International, we are working together in love and unity, in one mind and one accord, as a body of Christ sharing the gospel into the world. It is our hope that we can reach people from every corner of every nation, that they may know Jesus Christ and be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Hallelujah. Tonight, I am super excited. To be kicking off a new program here and um, to welcome a new member to our radio family, someone that's very dear and special to me, my very own husband, Evangelist Dustin Fields. And the new program tonight is titled Warrior is a Child. And my husband's going to be coming on in a little bit and sharing his testimony and what inspired the program and what he plans on the program from time to time. I will join him as he feels led to have me on or maybe as God leads me. But first, I would like to, as I always do, let's lift this up in prayer and just go before God. Father, God, I just humbly for your throne of grace, dear God. And I ask, Father, tonight, dear God, that you just anoint this broadcast, dear God, Lord, that you just pour your anointing out upon my husband as he shares his powerful testimony and his journey of faith, dear God. Even as I share, dear God, how you brought us together and started our journey together, dear God. God, I pray that this broadcast goes forth to every corner of every nation. God, let us reach new places tonight that we've never been heard, God. May we just continue to be like a fire that just consumes the world with the gospel, dear God. Let it burn for you, Lord, that you may be glorified. I speak against any plans the enemy may have to cause disruption on the airways, dear God. And Lord, I just pray that you just let this flow and that you can be, we can be blessed and all of our listeners blessed. But most of all, you be glorified in the name of Jesus. Well, as many of you know, I am Evangelist Montel Fields, the founder of Reaching Out Radio International, which God called me to start seven years ago, and. I've been blessed to be with my husband, Dustin, now. Um, It was just 17 years. And we have an amazing story in how we met. And I love how God connects us. And um, before I met my husband, I was in a really bad place in my life. I was a single mother for years. And then I got into um, a bad marriage after my children's dad had left me. And I was actually, I was in a place where the abuse was so bad that I was spiritually, mentally, and physically broken to the point it made me end up in the hospital with an eating disorder. And uh, trying to get out of that bad situation, I was finding my way back to God because I I'd lost my way for a little while. I've served him all of my life. And one night, my daughter, who was, uh, at that time, she's about seven years old. But um, as my daughter was sick one night, I felt led to take her to the hospital And at the time where I was going, they had two different facilities, and I had set my mind to go to one place. As I was driving and just talking to God and talking to my daughter, I just felt like dropped in my spirit. God told me to go to the other hospital. And one thing I've learned in my walk with God is you never question what God is doing in your life. When you truly learn to let the Holy Spirit be your compass in life and lead you, You're never going to be steered wrong because when we get in tune with our father's voice and the leading of the spirit, it directs us, it protects us and it prepares us. And God can just move in our life when we just have a surrendered life in that matter. So I told God I would be obedient and I chose to go to the other hospital. Well, it was very busy. My daughter and I went in and we'd been sitting there for many hours and we were talking and, um, waiting for our turn, and just out of nowhere, I see this young, handsome man walk in, and he was pushing an elderly woman, and he happened to notice me, too, and about that time when he did, he actually ran his grandmother into the wall, and you could hear clink, clink, like echoing from the hospital, um, because it, it was loud, and they came in, and we started to talk. And there was just something in his eyes that I seen, the brokenness. Like, I feel like he needed to know love. Like, we just connected immediately. And um, we'd been waiting for a long time, but his grandma was actually having a stroke or had had strokes. And I told them that they could go in before us. Well, lo and behold, they put us side by side in rooms that separated us by, like, curtains. And we were able to talk. And I felt led to give him my phone number and waited for that call anxiously and he called on the first night we talked over twelve hours on the phone. And from there I'm gonna welcome my husband on and um here we are seventeen years later and I might start to weep because we so together, got this, and things many times others might have give up on. And I think that's why this program's so important because myself I've always been a warrior. And I've always known the strength that you gain from God. But just like many of us, there's times that that inner child is crying out to God, our father, because no matter how strong we are, where we are in life, we are children of God. And that inner child cries out and sometimes we can lose our way. So my husband's going to come on and he's going to share his testimony and he's going to talk to you about what inspired this new program. Warrior is a Child, but I love him. I'm proud of him. Please pray for him. It's been a long time since he's been on the radio. He's recently been preaching some again, so I welcome you on tonight, Dustin, and I just want you to let go and let God, and just, I know the people we will be blessed with your testimony. Uh,
2: thank you very much, my lovely wife.
1: Um,
2: as my wife said, my name is Evangelist Dustin Fields, um, my wife. I have to say first and foremost uh, before I start the program that I am very proud of her. She has been doing this this coming up May for seven years and has been faithful to the radio. And she has built this from the ground up with the help of God and the leading of God. And her host. And the people that she has came in contact with for the radio have been a blessing in her life, as well as she has been to theirs and It's really awesome to be on tonight. My wife has always encouraged me to do the radio with her I haven't ever felt a letting a leading to um I'm more of a background type of guy. I like supporting my wife, and I trust in her as I trust in the Lord. The Lord comes first, obviously, but my wife and I are a team, and not everybody is a lead man. So, my wife has encouraged and encouraged and encouraged me to be on here, and I thank her for letting me be here tonight. Um, But I just want to make sure everybody knows um, that First and foremost, even though we are on the radio, I have to say it. My wife told me not to be, but I am nervous. don't know why, but it is public speaking, and everyone will hear this. So I will try not to let my nerves show too much. My wife tries to help me keep on track whenever I get nervous and lose my way, which is really good. And I love her for that. So, um. First I would like to introduce myself, um, besides just my name, like my wife uh, just mentioned. We have been married for 17 years and my walk with Christ, um, my real walk with Christ as I should say, started shortly after I got with my wife um, throughout my teen years. and My younger years, I remember going to church a few times and God really trying to pull my heartstrings the best he could and as a gentle, loving God he is and tell me, hey, this is the way, but not everybody listens the first time around Um, and it took me up to 20 years to realize you know, this is the path that God wants me to walk, and he blessed me beyond measure for more than what I could have even asked for. Um, before I was saved, um, I had a, um upbringing that kind of had bits and pieces of God in it, but we weren't a church-going family. Um, no one really likes to... Spiel all of the the dark stuff that they went through in their life, but just to you know give a rough cap of what it was um grew up in a broken home, moved around a lot um drugs and abuse by the people that I was being raised by um and around family members and as I tried to become my own person as a teenager and find who I was, I was so emotionally and physically destroyed by the childhood that I had. I had no way of finding myself or knowing how to find myself. And so I identified with the people that were around me and I'd, did the actions of the people that were around me. So I got into drugs really heavily. Um, Depression ensued a lot. And throughout that time, no matter what I was going through, it was always God pulling on my heart. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And whenever I got older... And I had a feeling to go to my grandmother's one night. And the night that I went to her house before I met my wife, um, she ended up having a stroke that night. And that's whenever my new journey began. I started taking care of her um, because I didn't really have a life before then. I was just a homeless drug addict. So I lived with her and took care of her. Um, So that she didn't have to be in a home, and something just kept tugging on me every night I laid down my head, and I knew about God, but i I didn't know how to get to God, and I remember my prayer that I prayed, and I prayed it every single night I laid my head on her couch it was God I don't know what to pray for, so just bless everybody in the world. I know you're real. Turn this world around. Bless everyone that deserves it, that don't deserve it, however you work. Just help other people. And I didn't really ask for anything for myself, which is kind of weird for me. And as humans, we're all a little bit selfish, but I didn't know what to ask for, so I just told God to give it to someone else. Shortly after I started taking care of my grandmother, I met my wife in that hospital waiting room, like she told you guys, and uh, that's where my real journey began. About two weeks into a meeting and, and seeing my wife-to-be, um, I got called away by someone. I needed to go get some fresh clothes. I was actually a town over in that different hospital which put me closer to her, and it's all God's timing. But at that time, I was still on the fence, and I went out that night um, telling her that I would be gone for a couple hours and ended up being gone for over eight. And I used that day and got really high, was doing cocaine and smoking marijuana. And when I got back that night, um, usually kids like me. I'm usually fun going and all that. We had some kids in the house. They came up to me. They ran away. My wife, soon to be, came up to me and she's like, so what's going on? And, you know, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, she's a little bit upset because I did tell her I'd be back in two hours. I said, I, you know, we had our little discussion and she's like, are you high?" and I was like uh yeah and she asked me a question that no one ever before that or after that has ever asked me why and later on I understood that it was the conviction of the Lord I just felt an overwhelming feeling and burst into tears And I think one of the feelings that I felt was just amazed or shocked that someone would care why I was doing what I was doing to myself. And that night, my wife and her sister, as well as another person, took me into a room in their house. We sent the kids to play, and they prayed for me that night. And that night I got saved. And the night I got saved was really different for me. Um, there are in the Bible of people speaking about seeing visions. And there are prophetists, which I do not claim to be. But that night, I believe God let me see a vision. And in that vision, I was on a dark road. The road was like black. but they, It was just wide enough for two people to walk on, and then the sides dropped off like cliffs, and all around the rest of us was like an orange burning glow, and I started walking on this path, and I can see something up ahead of me, and I kept walking towards it to figure out what it was. And as I got closer and closer, I realized what it was. It was a black iron gate, and there was figures behind it reaching out, trying to get to me to get out of the gate, calling for me, calling my name. And, yes, I can admit I felt afraid of not knowing what it was, or lying to myself, to telling myself I don't know what it is, but I knew what it was, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, as I'm halfway down this walkway to get to the gate, I see a figure come up to my left side, and I turn, and not clearly, but knowing in my heart that it was Jesus, he asked me a question. He said, you can keep going that way and go ahead and make it to that gate, or you can turn around and follow me. And I looked at him, and I looked at the gate, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt where I was going. And it was just amazing to have that vision to really just have an experience like that. Not everybody gets that experience. So I was very blessed to have that. And that night, my wife and I went to bed and she was laying in bed with me and I fell asleep like a baby. I felt great. I just got saved. I was on cloud 10. I needed to go to sleep. It was great. My wife when I woke up the next morning was still awake sitting next to me and she said your heartbeat has not went below 140 beats a minute all night I have no clue how you slept and I was like well I feel great and so she prayed for me the first night after I got saved she prayed and stayed up all night praying for me and we dated for a while and I just knew in my heart that this was the woman for me and this is what God, whenever I asked Him had basically in my heart because I didn't know what to ask for, but He changed my life completely from that night forward. I have been drug drug free seventeen years um My wife and I have been working together um on different ministries, and Phil's family ministry being the main one. And we've done a lot of things for Christ and through Christ in our lives together, which has been a blessing. But I wanted to tell you that the thing I didn't know what to ask for because I didn't think I deserved it was what God blessed me with. He gave me a wonderful woman in my life um, to support me, to encourage me, stand by my side, and, and work this life together. Um, he also blessed me with two wonderful children. Um, I don't consider them step, stepchildren. My wife and I got together; they were 10 and 8 years old. Um, they are going to be 27, and my daughter just turned 25. Um, so, I've been their father or their dad um, for 17 years. Those are my kids, and he blessed me with that family and. We'd done a lot together, and her family accepted me. Um, It took some time, definitely being as young as I was and not having anything to start off with besides a duffel bag full of clothes. Um, They really grew to love me by the merits that ensued by not just telling you that I was going to be saved and telling you, oh, yeah, I want to be a family guy, but living in those actions and staying to those commitments and responsibilities which god has blessed us even more um in in this life with that um not saying that in 17 years that i haven't fallen or been overcome with things but we're fleshly beings and we're not the master. We're not the father. We're not Christ. We're all going to fall. We're always going to slip. We are always going to be in our sinful nature as long as we are in our flesh um, and not in our glorified bodies. Um, so, being that said, after 17 years, my wife and I have always wanted to have a child of our own. And we had many Adopted children, as far as our kids as friends, always like to come to our house. We always had kids around us, and it was very great. Um, but we never had any kids of our own. And I wanted to read a scripture here in a minute after I say this, and it's very important to me, being who I was and and what I've been through, and even making mistakes while I'm walking with Christ he's never given up on me. Um my wife and I were very blessed to add to our family our little boy Noah. I know she's talked about him before. He's our blessing that we couldn't even ask for and his adoption was finalized over a year ago. He just turned 2 and he is such a wonderful child and I can go on for hours talking about him being a being a proud dad but it's it's a blessing because in knowing that who I am and where I was at and even having a past um before Christ um the adoption didn't look very solid you know most people know hey I've done this, I've done that, I'm going to have the money for this and I got this and the adoptions are pretty much just set ups. You know, we're we're good. Ours was a complete faith walk. Um, We are real people. We live in our means. We're not rich by any means necessary, but we are taken care of by our Father. And everything that we needed for the adoption of Noah was there. God granted us everything that we needed. And it was even a godsend. On the day of the adoption, at the last minute, the judge got changed. And it was his first adoption ever. And uh, he he really had a heart. And it was great to talk to him. And our adoption went through and it's just been a blessing. Um, my testimony doesn't stop there because we are still walking in this world. So I believe we will have more testimonies later in our life. If God so, Terry. Um, the more that we walk through this life, the more time that we have to see God's glory work through our lives and the more that we can testify for what God has done for us. And the reason I shared this story with Noah is because I want to read out of Romans 8. I had a wonderful minister and mentor and brother in Christ that just as much as my wife, to see me reach my potential in love Um, brother Robert Denny was my mentor and he always told me if you ever lose your way or if you ever need help Romans 6 7 and 8 those three chapters are just full of revelation And so I want to read tonight out of Romans 8, starting with verse 14. I try to give the context of what I'm reading. I don't want to take anything out of the word or add to anything in the word. But I want to have a clear understanding and a clear definition of what I'm speaking about, um, which I will let you know that I try to, whenever I do my studies, I try my best to keep the interpretation of what God is leading and what God has said in his word. I try not to do my own interpretations because in my own power and in my own spirit and in my own strength, I'm going to get it wrong because this is the word of God. It is inspired by the Holy Spirit is the truth of God. And I don't want to do anything that is going to take away from that power that is in the word of God is just tremendous. And reading in eight chapter 8 of Romans, starting with verse 14, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together. And this brings me into what Warrior is a Child is about. I never really thought I would do a program until the Spirit led. And that's what this is talking about in verse
0: 16
2: of chapter 8. The Spirit itself, which is God, bears witness with our spirit, which means he is constantly speaking and witnessing to us. Now, do we hear an audible voice? Do we say, you know, I hear God, you know, I can talk to him. It's more than just that. Whenever you're a child of God, it's something that hits you in your core, something that you cannot deny. Because he likes to do things that are called confirmations and you'll see it all over the place. And you'll it will resonate in your spirit. And this is biblical sound truth here stating that the spirit himself, God, will bear witness with our spirit. So I definitely believe that he leads us if we listen to him and that we are his children. Now, as a child, I wanted to state the warrior is a child. So, a warrior is someone that is really strong and brave and out front and kind of leads theirself a little bit. You know, you know what you're doing and you know where you're going and you know what what you have, and you don't really doubt yourself at all because warriors are just so strong and driven. And and I would like to think that way. I would like to be that type of person. But to be honest, I'm more on the child side. I have to look for the confirmations. I have to look for my father to lead me. And I I want that because if you really think about what a child is, a child is usually smaller.
1: Their voice is never really
2: heard. They have to be taken care of um, because they can't take care of themselves. And they rely on their father and mother. They rely on their father to take care of them, to protect them, to, to give them what they need. And throughout the Bible, don't get... Me wrong in this but throughout the entire Bible God tells us what kind of father he is and he's not the type of father just to give us what we want because we want it that would spoil us and the good book tells us about spoil so being that said I also look to my father to teach me because as a child You don't really know who you are. You are looking at your influence around you. And there is a lot of influence out in this world today, definitely through the way that we get our information so quickly now through the Internet and all of the different types of streams that you can or revenues that you can go throughout to get that information. But there's only one main revenue that we're supposed to be getting our information from as children of God, and that's your Word of God. That is where he is going to teach you and instruct you on how to become a mature Christian. And that's another reason why I started this program at this point is because I don't want to dive in an ocean of the Word, which it is like the ocean so deep and vast with so much truth in it that I don't want to start, and I guess, we're going to start slow and start learning together as we as I do this program. And that's pretty much the program that I want to have is being children of God, how to walk as children of God, to become young warriors of God. And this is for men and women. This program is not strictly based on just a man's perspective or a woman's perspective. Hopefully later on my wife will be on a few times with me. Um, I do have a plan for this. Um, As far as being on more often, um, but as the Lord leads, hopefully he will grow this program. Sorry, give me one second. So, being adopted under the Lord is only done through the Christ, which is underneath the cross and the blood of Christ. And that's how we get adopted into the family of God. There is only one way and that is it through him. But as we as we are his children as I was saying before before I got sidetracked sorry. Um being a child there's only one person to really look and learn from which is your father. And that's that's what this program is going to be. Now, as we grow older in the walk with Christ, we learn different things. And as a child that grows, we should mature in different areas. And some people mature faster and greater in certain areas than others, Or it just may seem like sometimes your brother in Christ just excels at everything and you keep failing at everything and you don't understand why you can't go forth the way they do or you know and i want people to really get the grasp on this even though we are a family and we are all one in christ each one of our walks are individual just because i've been saved for 17 years doesn't mean that I'm going to be a thousand miles ahead of somebody that got saved two years ago. It's all in what God wants to do, and that's another thing about the Father. It is His world. It's His kingdom. It's His power. We can't, as a child, tell our fathers, hey, you're going to do it this way because that's the way I want it done. And a lot of people try... You know, as children, we're going to try that. We're going to push our father to the limit and we're going to say, you know, I want it this way. And I will tell you from personal experience, when God chastises you or God wants to sit you down to get your attention and say, hey, I'm still the father. You're still the child. He can do it in ways that will really open your eyes, that is personal to you, that you... You would never imagine what happened to you, but you have to take those as learning learning experiences and not buck up against your father or rebel and backslide even more. But with conviction, really go to your father and ask for forgiveness. And he's such a wonderful father that he will forgive you what the the love that he has for you is so vast it's great but whenever you are maturing in the lord and you're becoming a warrior for the lord and a lot of people say like prayer warriors and different things like that those those are really really strong words and titles for people to have because a warrior is like i said someone that goes to battle. A warrior is somebody that is willing to lay down their life for the sake of their father or for others. And as my perspective is, or we are warriors for Christ. Okay? And a lot of times we have our our eyes and have seen warriors in what war can do and throughout history of knowing names of people that have battled in war numerous times and became really famous or growing a name because of their heroism and being a warrior. But the good thing about being a warrior for Christ is our names aren't supposed to be in light. And that's what I love about my wife is, she she really has a heart for that. One of her favorite songs by, which is by, Casting Crowns, is um. Legacy. And it's it's not about our legacy, but if they forget who we are, but they remember the name of Jesus, that's that's what it's about. And Within being a warrior for Christ, that means we're going to go through battles. We are going to be in the grit where at one point, our lives or our standpoints may be in danger of death. And that's why it is so important to have that understanding. It's not just a cool name. Like, I'm a warrior. I'm strong. But really get the grasp of the understanding that this is life and death. It may not be physical, but going to be spiritual, which I have a scripture here to share with you. But I think my wife also has a scripture to share as well. So if she would, I would like her to go ahead and interject for a moment. She's going to be speaking.
1: Um, If everyone would get their Bibles, as my husband is talking about being a warrior of God. God prepares us in the word how to prepare for battle. And if you get your Bible and you turn to Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18, the word of God tells us, finally, my brethren, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. And watching thereon too with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And I really think that a study of Ephesians would be a great subject one night for my husband to do to truly understand why we got to close ourselves as warriors in Christ. Because like the song at the beginning said, and like what my husband's been talking about, we can be the strongest warrior ever. Even some of your mightiest warriors, even in the Bible, we all get tired because we are flesh, and we all get weak and we fall. But it's important to have that armor on to protect us, to know how to draw strength from God. And, you know, I've been with my husband, and I've seen what he's endured. I know the story of his past life, being with him, seeing someone being rejected and not loved, and even having trouble receiving my love, but most of all, the Father's love. That's been a challenge within itself through our marriage and his life. And what's so amazing, and one thing that God's really dropped in my spirit at this moment is, God delivered my husband, not just from one drug, but my husband took prescription medicines that were for mental illnesses. He took cocaine, methamphetamines, marijuana, like the list is endless, but praise God, he kept his mind. He kept his hand on him. He even carried tanks uh, to make a uh, mess on his shoulder. What's that called? In Hydrus Dustin, is that what it's called? He had he had guns put to his head. Like when I when I hear and think about my husband's testimony, it's so powerful to see where God's brought him from and how He's kept him. And believe you and me, trust me, the enemies come to still touch him. To And he's fallen, that I've fallen. But that's what this program is about. Come here, baby. Sorry, our little guy. To truly, to remind you that within us, there is a child. And that our father, God, is a father to us all. And that it's okay if we fall. As long as we know where to run to, to get picked back up, to get strengthened, and to be encouraged. And that's what I've seen my husband do through every battle. And as well with me. And as husband and wife, were to encourage one another, to lift one another. You have a choice to forgive and work through things or to give up. And we choose to have our house based on the foundation of God and to raise our children in that foundation. But that's, that's what his program is going to be about. And I know tonight's his first night and he's just getting started. But my husband's a very anointed man of God when it comes to sharing the word. And I just really want to encourage you, stay armored up always in your word, being prayed up, being ready in and out of season. And that's just, that's what God had on my heart. But I truly know what this program means to him. He wants to encourage others. Look what God's done in his life, brothers and sisters, instantly. It wasn't, God delivered him instantly from drugs and even has a hate for those drugs. But as he was saying, the enemy's going to come to still kill and destroy. He's had drugs put in his face, offered to him. He's been in places that he didn't want to be, but praise God, he overcame and continues to do so. But I love my husband. I'm excited to see how God uses him on here. Keep praying for him, and I'm going to give it back to him. I don't know if you want to take your song break, because I think my husband was going to talk a little bit about what it means to be redeemed, and um, or if you want to go ahead and share some more, Dustin, and then we can play that song. You just You just let me know. I'm trying to work around with our two-year-old as we're broadcasting, and He's potty-breaking, so it's it's...
2: (laughs) Yeah, tonight, both of us being on the radio, that's another reason um, I try to support my wife in this, is to have her go forth in the Word and and on this radio is I'd take care of our (laughs) two-year-old because just like our father, our children need taken care of. My wife interjected with the Ephesians, the armor of God, and I was just about to get to another scripture which is in Second Corinthians chapter 10, and Paul is speaking to the Corinthians. And as a warrior, um, I was speaking about how warriors in the flesh of this world have have put their lives down on the line. But being a warrior, warrior of God, like my wife said, is, is spiritual battle as well. And being a spiritual battle, you have to have faith And understanding that it's not flesh when people come against you for being a child of God or um, things in your life happen um, how do you react how do you how do you deal with that as a warrior do you go actually throw on a breastplate and grab a real sword and start cutting people down that's not the kind of warrior that I'm really talking about but I really like the movie by the Kendricks brothers, not a plug or anything, but The War Room really set it best. And that movie, if you haven't seen it, it's highly recommended for an entire family. But the warrior on there was an elderly lady, not physically strong, but she was very spiritually strong. Her way of fighting works better than any type of physical fighting you can do and she went and took everything to the lord in prayer she prayed and prayed and prayed and trust me i get it in our fleshly bodies whenever we ask for something like a child we want instant satisfaction or instant gratification we want that instant fix you know we want to see god move right now and God can do that, but God doesn't have to do that because he is the Father. It is his will, not ours. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul is speaking to them and says, verse 3, For though we walk in this flesh, we do not war against the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not tangible they're not physical but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. And this scripture here tells me this is the type of warrior we are supposed to be. This is something that we're not going to be able to rely on our own strength for. It's not your self-will. This isn't a self-help that we can do it by ourselves. It's the complete opposite of that. This is we are children. We are helpless by ourselves. We need our loving Father in our life to protect us and to right the wrongs that are against us and to help us learn his ways. And in this scripture it says to pulling down a stronghold. The scripture means a lot to me because not only in my own prayer, but the people that have prayed for me and my wife and just God's love in general, the things that have happened to me and the things that I've been through and put myself through and put myself into situations and the things that I let attack me and attach me the things that God has broken off of me, like my wife has said, not just being a drug addict, but to be really in deep in a world to where my life was in danger a lot of the times, and for God to protect me even then of me not accepting or knowing Him as Father, so that he can bring me to a point where I can meet my wife and have a family and be to this point it's so overwhelming those are the strongholds that he's talking about that depression that you're battling the mental illness that you're battling the abuse you're taking from someone else through prayer and fasting supplications those are our weapons Those strongholds are tore down. You look at the story of Jericho, the walls that stood so tall and vast and strong. People followed God's instructions. That's all they did. They followed his word and did nothing physically but use their voice. And those walls crumbled and fell. A tangible thing was spiritually destroyed. How, how much does he love us? To be able to do those things, and in my own life, being an, an addict, and not just addicted to drugs, but addicted to needing love from my mother with my abandonment issues, my father with my abandonment issues, to not knowing who really cared about me or not, for him to destroy all the years of that abuse and wandering with just giving me a loving wife and a family that I have now. That stronghold was there still, like she said, for many years, and it has taken a long time. For me to actually believe of the love of God and of the love of my wife, always thinking or having that thought of that stronghold in my head, they don't really love you, they just say they love you, to knowing that they do love me, that stronghold is gone for good and thank God for that. But strongholds are not just physical things that other people can see. A lot of times the devil tries to get into your head and the enemy tries to get in your head and tell you, oh, this is okay. No one knows about it. No one's going to see. But God sees everything. God's with you at all times. And he's in everything. And God can help you get through any struggles that you're going through right now whether it be drug addiction or any other form of addiction, any other form of abuse. And it's it's not by our power, but it's by the strength of the Lord. And these are these are ways that God is telling us how to be warriors through Ephesians, which as my wife said, we'll probably do a program on, most definitely, and through Second Corinthians of it's it's not by our might, it's by the power of God and through His Word, and a lot of people have different ways. I know nowadays there's a lot of technology. Almost everybody has a smartphone. You have Wi-Fi in your house. Everything is easy access, and and with everything being that easy of access, how much of if if you can't read, like, for me personally, I'm a math person. I never have been a huge reader. But for some reason, the Lord has blessed me to love reading his word whenever I get into his word. And sometimes people can't read the word. You know, if you're not used to reading, like with me, your eyes get heavy, you get tired. Because your your body's not used to that. There are other other ways like sometimes at night i'll put on youtube but on youtube i'll have scriptures to fall asleep for and they're like 10 hour videos and we just let scriptures play throughout the night as we're sleeping and but anything that you want or to be stronger at or to be better at or to excel at anything that you're doing with that you have to put in the work you have to Dedicate yourself to having that in your life. And that's something else that I want to learn and teach and be on here with is how to become a warrior. Being a warrior, start out as warriors. We uh, kind of reminds me Captain America, but you start off scrawny and skinny and, and you're not that strong and you feel like you're defeated all the time. But whenever you have the blood of Christ over you, and you have God in your life, and you get closer to him, and you train with him, you're in with him every single day, and you work at it, you get stronger for the battles that you face. And you become, not in your own strength, but in God's strength, super strong. and That's what it is with the the warrior as a child. It says, you know, everybody else will see you as a strong person. But even though you are that strong person, you're still going to get wounded and you're still going to get tired. And the only way you can gain strength back is to go to where you get your strength from because this is not in our own strength. So I do want to have my wife, if she would, go ahead and... um, Right now, we're going to play a song that means a a lot to me, and it probably means a lot to a lot of other people, but with my testimony tonight and and learning what this program is going to be as a warrior, as a child, the only way that I can become a warrior and become the child of God is to become redeemed, and that's what this song is by Sidewalk Prophet redeemed honey if you have that ready sounds like she might be busy with our two-year-old
1: exactly oh. our son is trying to empty his own potty chair right now people will <laughs> keep it real with our parents he's very independent but I wanted to show you yes, before fun. that song um in Christian theology, redemption refers to the deliverance of Christians from sin. It assumes an important position in salvation because the transgressions in question are part of a great system against human human power is helpless and that's what my husband's been talking about. It's not by what he was saying. It's nothing that we do. Of course we have to give our life from him, but it's only through the blood of Jesus that blood only blood ever needed again that we are redeemed, hallelujah, that I'm redeemed, excuse me, that my husband's redeemed, and I just, I love this song, it says so much, it it testifies to how we're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, so praise God, let's share that song, as my husband was saying, and give him a chance to get a break, and I might have to have my husband come in here and round up my two-year-old for one second as I play this, but praise God, here's the song, Redeemed.
0: He was the struggle Haunted, I go
1: And, um, I was just going to say, uh, my husband's not used to doing this with me. After songs, I always say, welcome back to Reaching Out Radio International. You're listening to Warrior as a Child. I'm Evangelist Montel Fields, and your host tonight is Evangelist Dustin Fields. And one scripture I wanted to share that God led me in is Matthew 20:28. 20, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. And that's truly what it means to have redemption through Christ. He gave his life that we could be saved, healed, delivered, and set free, that we are redeemed. Hallelujah. And I give it back to my husband. And I do apologize too if we've had a little bit of hecticness, but honestly, Noah has been doing pretty well running around circles here around us. And as I said, we're husband and wife, we're mom and dad, and we have a two-year-old toddler, two dogs, Two birds and a partridge in a pear tree. So from time to time you may hear noise from our household, but that's all right. I went and changed our life. So back to you, Dustin. Again, thank you everybody for listening. God bless you.
2: Thank you, lovely wife of mine. Sorry for that. We are new at working at this together. Um, I usually let her do her thing. So like she said too, just to validate and ensure we are people we're not any different than anybody else something that I feel very strongly about not going to mention names Um, but I I am a nobody I am on here by the leading of what my father is asking me to do and I'm a real person just like everybody else We go through our tests, and we go through our trials, and we have our own wars that we have to battle, and we try to do that with the grace and the love of God the best that we can, Um, but we are normal people also. Um, We're not any more special than anybody else, nor is anybody on that level. Um, I just, I really hope that through this program, um, we're not looking to get our our name and lights, but God and Jesus' name and lights and and the love of christ um, and His light to shine throughout this world of darkness. Um, and so with that, as we are coming back from the break, um, we had our breakdown of what this program is going to try to be, and a little bit of my testimony. As much as I feel I need to share tonight, and I just want to invite everybody that's listening live now or from the radio or on your phone and anyone that is listening on demand later please please pray for us. we need prayer as much as we want to pray for you guys and just pray for us, in the fact that in all things um, we like I said, we have the life that you are walking, we walk as well, um, so pray for the radio, pray for us, pray for our family, and we will do the same for you um to to finish up just really quickly is I hope that each time that this program can be on my wife will set up a schedule hopefully Um, that schedule will be on a regular basis with this program and just come and join us to learn and to mature and to fast in the love of God that he has given us each time that we're on and that's what the main thing with this program is is to share the love of Christ of the understanding of being a child for Christ and being a warrior for Christ. So we thank you for being here with us tonight um I don't know if my wife would like me to end in prayer if she's going to want to because she has been partaking of this program. Once again, I do want to let you guys know Reaching Out Radio Internationals, you can find it on demand on Blog Talk. Um, My wife has on her Facebook as well as on there information on how to find these programs and our other programs of hosts that my wife has on. and like i said she's been doing this now faithfully for 7 years she'll be coming up on 7 years here shortly and her 700th episode so i give her props for that for staying faithful to god and i thank god for his faithfulness oh, no. and and letting the program go to such a such a level as that so i'm very proud of her if you can't tell um would you like to end in prayer or
1: I'm sorry. I think our son was just flushing some of his things down our toilet. Let's hope not. So pray for that, people. <laughs> I keep it real with you. He has a two-year-old. Oh, Where's yeah. your alphabet letters, Noah? He's not used to mommy and daddy being detained like this, but it is your first night. So Yay! daddy, yeah, daddy's on the other end, but you could go ahead and close out, babe. And I might play out a song after our son's looking for his daddy, bless his heart. And I don't want to leave him much longer. He is with us in the house, but he's just is kind of doing his own thing. So thank you all for listening. God bless you all. And I'm going to let my husband close it out in prayer. then after that, I'm going to sing a song. I think we all need to be prepared, prayed up and ready to go up. Find the timer all around us so people get ready. Go ahead. All geez. right.
2: Thank you. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you now, dear Lord, humbly. And under your grace, dear Lord, first and foremost, we ask you, dear Lord, to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us with the blood of Christ, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for the platform that you have given us to speak to those that can hear our voice throughout the radio waves. And we just ask, dear Lord, that you bless us. and. That you're with us in this program, dear Heavenly Father. Lead us, not in our way, but in your way, dear Heavenly Father. We ask, dear Lord, that the ones that we know and the ones that we don't know that are going through some health issues right now, dear Heavenly Father, and through any problems that they have, dear Lord, through addiction or abuse or anything, dear Heavenly Father, we just ask, dear Lord, that you take your love and your grace and interject it into their lives and let their hearts open up and see the light of your love dear heavenly father we just pray dear lord that the people that are lost dear lord that they they see that light and come to you on onto you oh lord we thank you for our many blessings that we have in our lives dear heavenly father and the people that are in our lives dear lord that love and support us and that we love and support, dear Heavenly Father. We just ask, dear Lord, that you be with us as we go through this life, dear Heavenly Father, not just for the week coming or or just for tomorrow, dear Heavenly Father. We ask that you just be with us and let our eyes and our hearts open up spiritually unto you, dear Lord, and to follow your lead, most definitely as letting us see ourselves as children, dear Heavenly Father looking towards you, dear Lord, to lead us and guide us and teach us, dear Heavenly Father. For you are the ones that we are supposed to be looking to, dear Heavenly Father. We we need you more than we know. We thank you for all the things in our lives that you have given us, and we ask, dear Lord, that you teach us to be responsible with those things. And we ask, dear Lord, that you open our hearts up to your word again, dear Heavenly Father. We're in this world, we're blinded by so much light and flashiness, dear Heavenly Father. We ask, dear Lord, that you just bring us back to that simple time, dear Lord, to where we can focus and only see the light of truth of your word, dear Lord. Thank you again, dear Heavenly Father, for this day. And we ask, dear Lord, if you shall tarry, to give us life tomorrow, dear Heavenly Father. Let us wake up having a a new and revived love for you, dear Heavenly Father. To want to dive deeper into your word. To want to grow closer to you, dear Heavenly Father. To mature in your ways, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for that opportunity, dear Lord. Once again, I just ask, dear Lord, that you cover us in the blood of Jesus as we walk through the world of flesh, dear Heavenly Father. And we thank you for your grace and your blessings. And in your son's name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Praise God again. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Warrior is a Child here on Reaching Out Radio International. I'm Evangelist Montel Fields, and you've been listening to my husband, Evangelist Dustin Fields. Together, we are Fields Family Ministries. We have a heart for outreach ministries. We love getting outside the walls of the church, going out into communities where many don't want to go, feeding people, and feeding them different types of meals and having bands and providing clothes and gloves, whatever God leads us in. We always step out in faith and be praying for us, starting new worship services at our local communities center um, in Sandoval Illinois and then we're also going to be going to Kentucky where I'd love to go to my beautiful uh, spiritual mother pastor Barb Smith in Garrett Kentucky that's about the third week of April or fourth week I do believe it is so I'm excited for that continue to pray for my husband but before we close out tonight as I always say at the end of broadcast no matter what you're going through no matter where you're at just like my husband was whether you're bound in addiction. You're bound in depression. You feel like you've done so much wrong, you can never be forgiven. Know that you are loved. No greater love is there than of Jesus Christ, who laid down his life for us, as my husband was talking about. And through that blood, when you come and you receive him, you can be saved. he be redeemed. The only blood ever needed again was his blood. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you you've done so much wrong that you can never be forgiven, that you can never be received. Just come as you are. And I encourage you, everyone listening now, or as Dustin was saying, on demand later we get many listens on demand. We don't know the day or the hour that we're going to draw our last breath. And we don't know when Jesus is going to return. The word of God tells us that he'll come like a thief in the night. That means we won't be preparing prepared for it there are so many signs of times around us and it looks like his return could be at hand and only god knows when he's going to tell his son to come get his children but i encourage you be found ready whether it be by the grave or through the rapture or however it is that you go when you stand before the throne of god for judgment my hope is you will know jesus as your savior and he will say that is my child So I encourage you tonight, brothers and sisters, if you are not ready, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I just pray tonight that you open your heart to receive him. And it's not just about a prayer, but it's truly about a relationship with Christ because he searches the heart and he knows the heart. So I pray that you will ask him to search your heart, to speak into your heart. And if you don't know him, please, I pray tonight that you'll take him as your personal savior. And I want to close out with this song because I think it's so urgent with all that's going on in this world is we'll need to get ready for return of Christ. Thank you, Dustin. You did an amazing job tonight. I love you. And I'm proud of you for stepping out. And I know God's going to grow him and encourage him. And um, he will be on three Thursdays, three to four Thursdays a month, depending on how the schedule falls, because uh, Pastor Brian is on once a month, but he will have regular programs get that set up with you but again thank you for listening god bless you all have the blessed remainder of the week and weekend ahead and just as my pastor brenda and larry morris used to say don't back down when god is backing you up i love you all but god loves you more god bless you all and good night no one Lord, I'm ready, man
0: I'm waiting for your triumph I'll return You're coming soon This world has nothing for me to find my peace and joy Only in you Only in you I want the world to see Your relief of the heart